heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? On the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. Uh, looking forward to today's meeting at Ballarat and Warren Huntley, the man to find us all the winners. Uh, Warren, uh, unfortunately, we've still got a pretty cold uh, and dreary day today. A bit of wind out there on a soft five and uh, the rail's out to it. Ballarat, what do you make of the meeting today? Yeah, look, it's a competitive card, Michael. Uh, gee, the, the McAvoy stable look like they're right to the fore. I think mm. there's some nice horses to come out of the meeting. Yeah, I'm on the way there and I've got my hat and coat in the car. I'm expecting typical Ballarat conditions. Oh, yeah, rug up today was. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Um, how do you expect the track to play then? I think it'll play fairly enough. Soft five, I suppose it's a question of whether the inside starts to give way as the day goes on, but they're not huge fields. So I think the track will play pretty much uh, as it has been doing fairly and tempo and talent will be the main factors, probably just a, a bit of an eye on whether the inside starts to give out in the soft range, particularly if we get deteriorating track during the day, if we do get any more rain. What we need is some inside information uh, from a person who never lets us down on RSN, and that is uh, Catherine Coleman from the Coleman Moody Yard. How are you, Catherine? I'm very well, thanks, Michael. How are you? Very well. You've loaded the bases today. You've got a big team heading to Ballarat. Uh, we have indeed such a big team that we're also sending the man himself, oh, Peter no. Moody, down there. Wow. On a cold day to Ballarat, there must be a couple of good things today. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> uh, race number one, you've got Miss Gaviano who goes around. And uh, I know this was well in the market at its only race appearance earlier in the year. Um, and then you've got Sultry Siren to be ridden by Carlene Heffel going around, who wasn't far away on debut as well. Firstly, with um, Miss Gabbiano, what was the situation first up? She's just a horse that needs to learn uh, learn some better racing manners. She just wants to get things over and done with, and she wants to charge through the bridle, and, and she just really needs to learn to do things the right way. So... Um, her trials have always been quite impressive, um, but given that they're only over a shorter trip, they can perhaps be a little bit misleading. You know, she's got a, a heap of ability and a heap of speed, but it's just a, a case of trying to harness that. So she seems to have matured a little bit mentally this time around, but she's still got a, a ways to go. Um, both her trials, she's been ridden quiet, and that will be the case again today. Um, Billy will be instructed to take a good hold of her as soon as she jumps out the gates and uh, try and bring her back and get a bit of cover um, and just get her to switch off as much as he can uh, before allowing her to finish off. So we know that she's a, a horse with a lot of ability, but I'd say her first... Um, the first couple of runs is preparation. It might sort of just be a matter of, um, you know, trying to get her to do things our way. And, you know, if, if she goes to the races and done, does everything right, I've no doubt that she can go there and, and run very well and be very competitive. But we're sort of of the opinion that we almost have to sacrifice a few runs just to really get her education mm. where we want it. So um, she's definitely one to keep an eye on for the future, but I'd say just watch her today. And what about Sultry Siren then? Yeah, look, we thought she was pretty good. Um, she wasn't far away, like you said, first up, just in the 1,200. Um, 
what maybe we we erred there and we should have had her in a thousand meter race or something first up so um she comes back a little bit in trip today she's got that good fitness there um she can go there and run competitively i think whatever she does this preparation she'll probably be better for it when she's stronger next time around but um, she can go there and be competitive today. Well, if she does run well, it'll strengthen the form lines for Queen Starlet, uh, Starlight, who ran second in her same race on debut. Did she take a, a bit of improvement out of that? Yeah, definitely. She was um, she was a little bit similar. She sort of t- took good fitness improvement from that. She just blew out a little bit late. So, um, yeah, look, she's taking good improvement. Hopefully the barrier one doesn't turn out to be a disadvantage there. Um, and I think she can sort of sit, you know, just behind the speed and hopefully um, go there and uh, and be finishing it off very strongly. Uh, we then get into um, a few of these interesting runners. Tuckamore is a first starter, beautifully bred, and got some heavy hitters in the ownership group here, uh, the Coolmore crew plus Moods uh, and his good mate Pete Cormack. So what are we expecting on debut? Yeah, look, I think she's a, a filly that's going to want further than this later on in her career but it's a nice kickoff point um she's quite a solid nuggety little type so we sort of just had to get her to the races to um try and get some more fitness into her so i think she can go there she'll be strong through the line but i'd say she's going to be looking for a little bit further race number five you've got light invasion who got the job done on debut um what are we thinking second start at the track yeah, I think um, the fact that we've had a couple of showers of rain and we're on a soft five, I think that's really going to suit her. She's uh, a filly that's going to appreciate having that little bit of sting out of the ground there um, for sure. So, look, she seems to have come on well from that first up win. Um, she's sort of been bouncing around at the stables and giving us every indication that she's right to go back to the races and run well again. So, um, you know, if she's finishing it off like she was first start, I think she'd be hard to beat. Procurable's a nice mare as well. Uh, always been in contention all three starts. Steps out to 1,600 metres off a good win at Bendigo last start. Yeah, she's um, she's starting to put it all together, this girl. It's taken her a little while, but um, she's probably giving us the indication that she wants a bit further than this now. But um, we just wanted to give her a chance to sort of travel a little bit uh, a little bit colder today, perhaps off the speed a touch if possible, just to give her a chance. She's shown us a really nice turn of foot at home and each time she's been to the races, she's ended up sort of right there on speed and hasn't really had a chance to um, show that dash. So we'll just uh, ultimately leave it up to Billy, but if, if he gets a chance to um, just allow her to travel that little bit stronger and, and hopefully really finish it off with that sharp turn of foot that we've seen at home... Um, think that would be ideal but yeah like I said she probably is looking for a touch further than this now but in saying that um, I think she goes there a really good chance. Yeah she's the favourite in race six at 280 and then you've got a uh, another uh, nice horse on your hands playing through who won well on debut back in May is she ready to win first up? Uh, possibly going to need the run to really bring her fitness on um, she's come back bigger and stronger this time around I think she's sort of looking for that 1400 um, mile distance this time around and she's had a couple of nice trials she's taken fitness improvement from each of those but in saying that I think she's still probably a little bit big and she's really going to improve from whatever she does today. Alright, best today? Uh, I'm going with Queen Starlight and Procurable. I like it. Uh, just give us a quick tip on the weekend. She dances is, uh, is airborne on uh, Friday night at the Valley. Yeah, she probably looks our best for the weekend, I'd say. Um, she's in great order. 
looks a nice race for her, um, maps well. She's drawn nicely and hopefully she can continue on her winning ways. Um, and then we've got two nice fillies on Saturday that are probably both some um, pretty big prices. Yeah. Paradise City, she's two from two. Um, you know, she's been pretty impressive in those two starts so far. Obviously, she's a step up in class, but um, she can go there and, and run competitively. She's just got to overcome a slightly sticky draw. And we've got Quickster as well, who I believe is race six. Um, the Phillies classic, they're over a mile. And um, she's only had the one start. We've got a big opinion of this girl and we've thrown her in the deep end a little bit here. Um, she's got to take on some more experienced Phillies, but uh, I think she can go there and, and run very well at a decent price there. So it might be something to just play around with um, for people that are maybe looking for a bit of value. I like that. Race 6, number 11, Quickster. Uh, $31, $7 the place. Uh, you'll have plenty of people buying your drinks at the Valley on Saturday if you can get that home. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Good on you, Catherine. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks very much. Catherine Coleman with a nice in-depth look at their runners today. Warren, let's get stuck into the preview. The Ballarat uh, Racing Club first race is the Magic Millions uh, Women's in Racing Plate. Uh, in this race, scratchings are two and six. Two dollar seventy favourite heiress from the Maddie Laurie stable. Three ninety for Juggle, and then you're at the five dollars heart of class. Might be worth mentioning, Michael. Uh, Ballarat Turf Club have done this for a few years now. Had an all girls race day, and there's a, a ladies mm. function on course today. That I think Kate Watts is running, so it's only fillies and mares on course today. So it's a, it's a bit of initiative that they seem to be well supported with, and just worth noting that. Uh, at least if you're doing some mounting yard comments, you, you know that they're all girls today. So you, you don't have to say he or she because you know they're all girls today. <laughs> and I know why plenty you put your hand up to work at the meeting today. <laughs> and plenty to learn in the first, Michael. Uh, number of debutants, and they've all shown something. I'll put number three, Heart of Glass, on top. I, I just like what I've seen from her in terms of the strength she'll have at the end of this trip on debut. I've gone three ahead of four, Airs, who's back for the second racing preparation. She's looked really sharp in a couple of recent jump outs. I think she'll take advantage of that inside draw. Nine Nefertiti, I think, shown some, some talent The jump outs too. And good draw, claim for Tatum Ball. I think she'll be strong late, but doesn't have to get too far away from the speed. And Miss Gabbiano in the jump outs, you can see what Kat Coleman was explaining there. And just great insight from, from Catherine. And that's a regular occurrence. But just you can see the re-education with Miss Gabbiano trying to teach her to pace herself a little bit, and she seems to be coming around to their way of thinking. Three, four, nine, seven. Three, four, nine, and seven in the first race. Number two is over twelve hundred metres. Uh, no scratchings here. Glow light, the two dollar ninety favourite. Uh, others in the market. Fayetta, six dollars fifty. Four twenty. Queen Starlight. Uh, we heard from Catherine Coleman and Sea of Lights at three dollars and forty cents. One of these McAvoy runners that you mentioned as well is a three dollar forty chance. Quite keen on Glowlight here. Uh, she's been good every time she's been to the races, and she was solid first up at a thousand metres. Just found one better, but there was some good margins back behind the first two across the line. I think the step up to twelve hundred metres should suit. She'll be fitter. She'll get into perhaps a controlling position. Two for me ahead of ten. Sea of Lights, who's resuming. She's jumped out well. The blinkers are off. I think she'll be strong late, and, and I think Calvin McAvoy outlined earlier this morning that likely to improve with the run and be better over more ground but I do like the way she's coming to hand and I think she's certainly got uh, got races well above this grade in her, in her scope as she gets into her career. 
Clive Sayetta, she trolled up nicely going into her debut run for Dan O'Sullivan. She'll be better for the experience, and I think from a good draw, she'll be there to run well somewhere near the speed. And nine Queen Starlight comes through a bunch finish, but I think there might be some reasonable form to come through out of that debut run where she ran well, and she does have a run where she'll probably just tuck in behind them, and Tatum Ball will just need the gaps when that when she uh, when she's looking for them in the home straight. Quite keen on two ahead of ten, five, and nine. Quite keen on two ahead of ten, five, and nine. Glow light two dollars and ninety cents in the second race number three. Uh, this is over the mile, another maiden, and here we can scratch five and thirteen. Uh, Zedente uh, dancer, very. Good push from uh, TB a little earlier. Two dollar sixty favourite. Peaky Ridge is a five dollar chance. Five fifty for Sanderfault and uh, five fifty also for Highland Glory. What do you make of this favourite here, Warren? Well, you just have to forgive her the most recent run where she clipped deals and lost the rider. So um, she was well fancied on that occasion, and she looked like she was in a, in a race to run well. And, her previous run at Bendigo behind Procurable was very good and Kath Coleman giving Procurable a good chance in a stronger race. So I think she's one of the main winning hopes for sure and you hope that she's come through that last incident unscathed and the fact that she's back at the races tells you that she has. I'm happy to be with number eight, Sanderfault, each way here. Kamani Stable, very good at conditioning their horses to get over a bit of ground first up and a 1,300-metre jump out recently I thought was most encouraging for Sanderfault, good kickoff points. She'll get over further, but I think she's there to run well. First up here at this trip, eight each way for me. Hit a 14, Zonte Dancer, who you have to put a pen through her most recent run, obviously, and her run previously was good in what I think will turn out to be a solid form reference. She's got a great winning chance. 11, the Tavern, was doing some ducking and weaving, held up a bit on debut. I thought, under the circumstances, picked herself up well, worked through the line, better for the experience and, and drawn to get a good run for Highland Glory coming through the same race. Fitter with that run under the belt, probably takes advantage of that low draw, gets on the speed to give a sight. On with eight each way, ahead of 14, 11 and four. Eight each way ahead of 14, 11 and four. Race number four is over 1,400 metres. Take out the three. Favourite here is Elphinstone at $2.40. Harry Coffee rides for Team McAvoy. Uh, others in the market, Mona at $5, our Ember $6.50, and we can go to $7.50 for Don't Cry. So uh, knocking on the door, Elphinston, is today the day it wins? I think it is, Michael. Nose roll and winkers go on here, and she's run well every time she's been to the races, and her first two runs behind She's All Shenanigans, the second of them in the showdown, been good behind Skybird, but no excuses first up at Skybird form looks very good now and then in a strong maiden at the valley last start beaten by reprisal I just think it's the right race for her to break through today to clearly for me it is seven Mona I was keen on her at sale last start and, uh, she might have heard that and then started wandering about my home straight and almost oh, you'd say that that waywardness cost her the race she was only narrowly beaten after being all over the shop in the in the home straight. Blinkers go on here from an inside draw. I think she'll be on speed and the one that Elphinstone's trying to line up in the home straight. Number one, Don't Cry, was good on debut. I think can probably settle into a more forward spot here. Winkers go on and through that same race, number eight, our Ember, was a good performance also on debut and had jumped out well 
going into that. I, I just thought, don't cry, showed something. Ollie getting the ride with the winkers on here from a favourable draw. Thought just might be able to finish ahead of our in-bar, but I do think Elveston's clearly the one to beat. 2718. 2-7-1-8. Halfway through the program, and you know what the good news is? Uh, the new McCrispy. It's the next big thing, as you know, Warren. It's now open. You can pull into the drive-through on the way up to Ballarat uh, after ten thirty. So you can now get the new McCrispy uh, from Macca's celebrating uh, Macca's racing moment of the week, which was the win of a maid in yesterday's Geelong Cup. I'll let you eat your McCrispy. I'll come back after this break, and we'll get your quality numbers for Ballarat today. On RSN 927's Racing Polls, the Victorian Form Preview. Welcome back to the Victorian Form Preview. Looking at today's Ballarat meeting, we're up to race five, which is the first leg of the Quaddy with Warren Huntley. Uh, we can scratch Jenny uh, Pending, who won yesterday, and Lover Zoo, who was probably a little stiff yesterday, just missing the place. One and nine come out of race number five. The favourite here, Petrana, uh, now into $2.10, a very firm favourite from the McAvoy Yard. Light Invasion at $3.70. Tass, Five fifty are also well in the, the market. Who do you like in this first leg, Warren? Well, firstly, Michael, is uh, sometimes fakes everything. I'm happen to be parked in, in Hoss Country here in Melton on the way to Ballarat, and I'm in a McDonald's car park, so there's some <laughs> chance I can, uh, I can grab a McCrispy. That 10.30 deadline's kicked over, so you, you've made me hungry when we're going for that break, so uh, uh, there's some chance we might be able to do some business there. I think Petrana's the, the horse to beat, no doubt. The two runs this campaign have been good and, and chasing Karina Queen last start behind Vivier, the start before, and, and a good winner on debut, the only other run that she's had. She's still a bit of a work in progress. I'm not surprised they put the blinkers on. I just hope she copes with that. It should help focus her and straighten her up. I just hope she can. Uh, you know, doesn't get her over-exuberant, so to speak, with the extra stimulation of the blinkers. But... Low draw with Harry Coffey aboard, who's become an important part of the McEvoy team. She's the one to beat. Ten for me, ahead of five, Light Invasion. I love the way she uh, was able to win on debut. It was a good ride to be able to do that from Tom Stockdale. She was in a little bit of traffic at times during the race, but I love the race sense that she showed to be able to navigate her way through for a horse that was on debut. I think she showed some really good attributes there. Six birthday suits, probably going to get that little bit off the speed. Maybe hold a spot a little bit closer from that favourable draw that should be strong late. And three tasses jumped out well enough and kicks off this campaign at a suitable trip. Ten, five, six, three. Ten, five, six, and three in the first leg of the quaddy. Race number six is over sixteen hundred metres. Take out three, four, five. 10 and 11. The favourite is procurable. Pretty good push from uh, Catherine Coleman, even though might be looking for a touch further. Uh, it's very firm in the, the market. Splashback, $6.50. $6.50, Wanda's Outlaw. Uh, the next two best in the market. Uh, do you like the favourite procurable here? She's in the numbers. I like what she did first up, and, and I think she was probably just ridden to take luck out of the equation to win last start. She might be better even with a little bit of a, a bunny to chase. And it could work out that way here. Perhaps Toys on Fire, Pontificate might give her something to, to settle in behind. I love what I've seen from Splashback. Admittedly, in slightly easier company, her last two starts. But, gee, she finds the line. And I think out the 1,600 metres will suit. Happy to be with Splashback each way, too. Hit a 13 Wanders Outlaw. She comes through an easier race last start, too. But she was terrific through the line. Charlotte Littlefield's got a, a nice staying there on her hands here. And... 
Second up at the 1,600 metres, I think she's going to run really well. Eight procurables going to be right in it. She's a key winning chance, done nothing wrong in her career to date. And although it wasn't a flattering margin, I think there was plenty of merit in the way she was able to win last start. And Kip Yagon did enough first up. Uh, will be strong late, I think, despite the fact 61 kilos, strong rider in Craig Newer, the board second up, might be next best. 2.13.8.1. 2.13.8.1. Race number seven over the 1,000 metres. Take out six, eight and 12. 3.20, here comes the star. We heard earlier it's been well back. Damien Oliver rides for Johnny Maloney. Others in the market, pretty tabby at $4.20. And then we can go out to $7 for It's My Turn, Warren. On with here comes the star. Look, I think there's a race. This is a race with a couple of up and comers and horses that are going to be better over a bit more ground, and uh, and perhaps go on to better races in the weeks ahead. But here comes the star. Had trialled well going into that good debut win, spelled after the next run, and was favoured on, on that occasion, and mightn't have been in the right part of the track. Ollie's had a good association with her early in her career, and I read that as a, a good sign. And she looked to travel up beautifully in a recent jump out to get back to the races. Ten for me. Head of 11 over, under and over, who's also trialled up really well to get back for a second racing preparation and has a similar profile of a horse that looks to have a bright future and capable of going on to, to better races, as does Here Comes the Star. Four pretty tabby, 1,000 metres. Well, she's not, we don't run many races shorter. She's better over a little bit further, but I like the way she's been just tucked in behind them in jump outs. Reasonable speed here. I think we'll be really hitting the line strongly in the three kilos off for Luke Cartwright's a a bit of a bonus with the weight that she was allotted initially. And three, it's my turn, just racing through the grades, really well placed by Danny O'Brien on the synthetic track recently, but just going well, nice tick over jump out between runs, and, and I don't want uh, don't want it's my turn running against me. 10, 11, 4 and 3. 10, 11, 4 and 3. Race number 8 rounds out the card at 1,200 metres, set to jump at 5pm this evening. Take out 8, 9 and 13. Sunset Dreaming could be a nice end to the program for the McAvoys. Is the $2.70 favourite, three sixty playing through. Hot Zell, $3.90, and they're the top three in the market. I think she's the one to beat, number 12, Sunset Dreaming. There was a a lot to like about her debut win. Bezot's made that form look good. And then yeah, you can say she was unlucky, whether the protest should have been upheld is debatable. But she uh, she certainly didn't have the best of luck and, and hit the line really strongly at 1,100 metres at Bendigo first up. She'll be fitter, 1,200 metres on the home track. Looks like a lovely scenario for 12, Sunset Dreaming. Like the way number four, number four Hot Cells, coming to hand. Her recent jump out was encouraging and her form to date's been really good. So I think she'll be strong late, as will the, the top selection, Sunset Dreaming. Seven, Everglade, was a little bit all over the shop last start. Not surprising the blinkers go on here. And, and chasing uh, Giggles and, and Red Date for the last two starts is a solid form reference for this. Three missed tight lines so flying under the radar to some extent. That was a good win last start. Nice tick over jump out between runs. Looks to be Building a, a good profile that strikes a hot race. Twelve four seven three. Twelve four seven and three. What's the best way to play today? Yeah, the McAvoy Stable are in for a big day, Michael. I've tried to settle on race four, number two, Elphinstone, as the pick of the the runners today and the pick of theirs. Thought race three, number eight, Sanderfault was value. Could play her on an each way basis. Quaddy first leg ten five six and three. Second leg numbers two thirteen and eight. Going with numbers 10, 11, 4 and 3 in the third league. Coming home with 12, 4 and 7. 
Early quaddy is the play of the day. Going to anchor Elphinstone one out in the last leg, race four, taking three, four, nine, and seven in the first leg. Two and ten in the second. Third leg on with numbers eight, 14, and 11. Number two, Elphinstone, one out in the last leg of the early quaddy. Good on you, Was. Good punting today, and enjoy that McCrispy. Thanks, Michael.